Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And it is time for another happy hour. Cheers. It is Friday. It is. As we record this. Wait, is this a happy hour or an unhappy hour? It's a happy hour. Okay. Um, okay. The okay. title might be confusing, but it's a happy hour. I did tell <laughs> Samantha beforehand, I have like three happy hours ready to go. And the other two are so nerd heavy and so sad. I was like, I'm going to put a space <laughs> where we're not going to talk about that before I get into those. But get ready. Uh, oh, get no. Ready. <laughs> okay. I need to prepare. Yes. Oh, probably not. It's just really nerdy, <laughs> sad stuff. <laughs> but, um, as always with these episodes, drink responsibly if you choose to do so. Uh, Samantha, what are you sipping on? Well, as I have asked about this happy, unhappy hour, with the world feeling like it, it's exploding, what's the splash of good news happening? I still am a very... Uh, feely person in general. So when I feel overwhelmed, which I do feel right now because things are happening and it affects me greatly, I decided I need to stick with my bubble water. And so I, I'm doing some pineapple bubbly water and, but it is very refreshing and delightful. Nice. Nice. It's always good to be able to recognize in yourself what you need. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Um, I'm having a Sazerac, meanwhile. Uh, because Mardi Gras, that Tuesday, is this coming Tuesday, March 1st. And we just did an episode on the Sazerac on Ooh. Savor, the other podcast I do. What is this? A Sazerac uh, is either cognac rye whiskey. You choose one of those. And then uh, bitters, usually pechal. And then a twist... Well, people fight over that, but like a twist of lemon or a hint of lemon or something. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Might be something else. I've already like jettisoned that information from my mind. I recorded it yesterday. <laughs> so it was out. Fair. Yeah. It's yes. fair. <laughs> it was a very confusing episode. I, it's been a while since I've gotten that angry trying to nail down a timeline of a food, but I was mad. Oh. <laughs> when you don't have all the information or it's jumping everywhere and you qu- can't quite grasp mm-hmm. what is the history or context of this, it is frustrating. It is. And we get those, like, sources that don't match up. Right. I was very frustrated. (laughs) Right. But now I'm drinking a Sazerac, so that's But now you're enjoying it, so hey. Yes. Also, I forgot sugar. There's sugar in there. All right. So today I wanted to talk about something that I... Uh, has been on my mind because there was a recent article, I believe it was about Euphoria, the show Euphoria, Mm -hmm. but I could be wrong. But it was about... Which I refuse to watch. I have not seen it. I will put that out there. But I think it was about like a character wakes up at 4 a.m. to put on all this makeup and looks a certain way, which is something else we've seen in other shows of women. Uh, like uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, she would wake up and do all her makeup. So when she woke up, her husband would see her and she would look this way. And I recently, as I said, I've been fortunate enough to go on a trip with my mom and then trip with some friends before. And I was thinking about that whole idea of you know, I woke up like this mm-hmm. and how for me, <laughs> I've never, I've never had 
a confidence around that. And I was thinking about it because also the past host of the show, Kristen Conger, she did a whole thing about one of the hardest things about moving in with somebody was accepting that they are going to see you in all of your states. And so I don't know about you, Samantha, but when I wake up, I look like I've been hit by a car. Uh, Like for some reason, my hair is like poofing up like this. It looks greasy even if I've washed it. Uh, My eyes are just drooping and baggy and I just like stumble out and it's not a good look. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I also am finding that I have slowly turned into what I would imagine is the haggard witch (laughs) of any fairy tale. And it's uh-huh. not the pretty one. It's not the one that you come to where they try to deceive you, but it's that when they look into the mirror and you see the real selves and everything's a little off and kind mm-hmm. of evil and definitely puffy. Mm-hmm. That's where I am. Yeah. And I get the chapped lips. Like they're all yeah. like cracked. <laughs> yeah. My hair is a little bit of everywhere. It's long now. So I tried to, I have to put in a braid because I can't stand it wrapped around me. Like it, keeps me awake so mm. now I have to braid it and so not only is my hair all over the place so like it looks extra crunchy mm-hmm. and then my under eyes have been like hey yes obviously you pretended to sleep but good try <laughs> and because I am trying my best to figure out what's happening and I'm Asian so therefore my eyes are a little smaller and it's extra puffy so it just looks like I'm uh, eternally squinting mm-hmm and or have had allergic reaction. Yeah, I think allergic reaction is a good description for how my face looks in the morning too. <laughs> I always am like, what happened to me in the yeah. night? And I I turn about, I twist and turn, and I just feel like I must have a very active, for the hours I'm asleep, there's a lot of movement happening. <laughs> well, you vividly dream too. I do, and my dreams have gotten wilder and wilder. I gotta say, I had a a doozy last night. But I was thinking about that in the context of, yes, kind of these, in this in this specific case, very heteronormative relationship, but I think it goes for any relationship. But when I was thinking back to my last long-term relationship, he never, ever woke up before I did. And a part of that, I think, was... My, I mean, I'm an early riser, but I think part of it was I wanted to get up and I wanted to, I would go run and I would take a shower and I'd get ready, all this stuff before he would even wake up. And I, he said to me once, I love that about you. I love that you're, by the time I wake up, you're ready to go. And I was kind of like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's because you were an early riser because you're always up before me. If we're hanging out, you're definitely up before me. I had to set an alarm to make sure I'm up before a certain time so at least I can uh, act like, yeah, I'm definitely an adult and wake up at a reasonable time. But my partner does sleep later than I do. Typically, there are some days that when he's up before me, I'm like, wow, what? Mm -hmm. But the one thing that he's always done, and I don't know if it's because he is very conscientious of it or what, but it's like immediately, if he doesn't even brush his teeth, it's use mouthwash so his breath isn't bad, I guess. Oh, yeah. So I found that interesting as that was his routine and I could care less, to be honest, (laughs) even before. I'm like, I I don't care. I do Uh want to not look crusty and definitely when I used to date or like sleep over with other guys, I would make sure my makeup wasn't everywhere because you know, if you fall asleep, 
haven't done the facial routine, and if you have mascara and or eyeliner and it's all over your face, you look like the evil dead. You literally look like a zombie. <laughs> so, uh-huh. like, I was like, okay, okay. that Those are the only things I'd get up to make sure that that wasn't there. But typically, yeah. that's not, like, I, I never really worry too much, and I don't know if it's because it was hasn't been so, until recent that I was like, oh, this... I am scary, or <laughs> I just finally noticed it. Right. And that's that's an interesting point, because I feel I was thinking about all of my, most of my close friends who are women have expressed this to me, where they feel like they have to wake up first, and they have to kind of make sure everything's okay first. And for me, I think I just, I think that was a part of why I was waking up first, but it wasn't something I necessarily thought of. But I have had like the comment my ex made and then another ex told me once, don't worry, I like the tired look. And I still am like, I don't... (laughs) That deserves a slap. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but I don't like it. (laughs) That deserves either a slap or a dick punch, if whoever it is. Yeah, you know what, though? I just realized what I was very self-conscious about when I was waking up with a partner or a person in bed is making sure I didn't look too fat. Uh, That had been making sure I had the right amount of clothes, finding my bra to put my bra on immediately because I didn't want anything to sag, uh, making sure my shirt was covering everything, that my stomach wasn't showing, that my I'm very self-conscious of my thighs or have been a little less now, that that's appropriately covered, like I am perfectly covered, that my arm fat isn't like pushed out too much where it's obvious, or that my chin fat wasn't pushed out too much, which is a like I never really worried about uh, makeup or skin per se, or like facial, mm-hmm. because it, but the fat, like I wanted to hide anything that made me or made me feel or look fat. Like that was immediate. So I must get dressed before they saw me. I wouldn't get out of bed until I could clothe myself so they couldn't see my naked body and or uh, if we were having sexy times, we would make sure that the lights were out. Like I was very self-conscious. My positioning, that my fat mm-hmm. wasn't jiggling, like all of those was something that I was very conscious about. Yeah. And I know that's the sentiment that a lot of women have shared. And there's been studies about like, during sex, women are thinking about how ugly they look, which is heartbreaking. Right. I I did have some situations where, I think we discussed this, I'm not sure if it's come out yet, I don't think it has, but I think we discussed this in a Sex in the City rewatch episode about the kind of sleeping in sexy clothes. I guess we talked about it in Just Like That. No, we talked about it, but I think we go in more depth about it. But I did do that a couple of times, but it was so like, it was not for me. And I've said before, I occasionally will dress sexy to bed just for me. It's not super comfortable, but I will do it. Yeah. But the times I did it with a dude specifically, it it felt like I was faking sleeping. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then another thing I constantly see in stories uh, movies and, and books and fan fiction of the like romantic trope of watching somebody sleep. And I remember thinking about that and thinking, I bet I'm the ugliest sleeper that is yeah. known <laughs> to humanity. I have actually <laughs> taken a selfie of myself to see what it would look like to look at me if I was asleep <laughs> and how best I can look. But in the end, it's just the wide-eyed, wide-mouth, gaping, drool yep. look. 
Like, again, I've accepted it, but yes. 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 So I think that was one of the reasons why I'd get in my head, like, I got to be the the last to fall asleep and the first to wake. And I'd get so worried about snoring and, like, sleep farting. And I'm like, I don't need this. (laughs) Uh, The amount of space I took up in bed, once again, this is my own projection of my insecurity about weight. And I know, like, I hope... Y'all all understand, this is my insecurity. I'm not calling it what it is. I'm not calling anybody else that they should be. They shouldn't. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't be a thing. But for me, growing up, feeling this way, and still feeling this way, I was trying to prove that I'm not as big as I felt in my head by taking mm-hmm. up as little amount of space in bed as I possibly could. Yeah. Yep. And that would keep me awake. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that too. I do. I still do that, even with friends. And mm-hmm. it's not that I don't trust them or anything. I'll just sleep like in the smallest position possible. Right. There's just all these considerations that go into this. Cause I mean, sleep is very vulnerable. It's a very vulnerable position mm-hmm. and state to be in. I mean, I've definitely uh, like in the I married an axe murderer, and I've said it to my own partner, man. Like, man, this takes a lot of trust because in the end, one of us could kill each other. Yes. <laughs> what was the reaction? <laughs> he got out of bed. <laughs> it's like, well, goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm honestly in awe. Like as someone who struggles to sleep anyway, I've got a real like trigger to sleep. I'm so in awe of people who can just do it. And I think for me it felt so Whenever I slept in the same bed as a partner, it felt so like I had to perform this thing in a way that was attractive. And we're kind of seeing that through these shows where they wake up, the women wake up and they do their makeup and they do their hair and then lay back in bed as if they woke up like this. (laughs) Which is a lot of work and it's very exhausting. It was interesting on my trip with my mom and then my friends we were all women. Uh, we were kind of like, I don't care. Um, I'm so, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to wear the same shirt for two days. I'm not going to put on a bra. <laughs> like, I, I don't care yeah. anymore. We were all on the same page. I'm like, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's funny because you and I record. Typically, it's changed a little bit, but twice a week. And then essentially, you and I come back in the same shirt every day. We're like, hey. Yeah. This is about right. I think that's what's <laughs> ha- what's been great about my partnership is from early on, maybe it's because we've been neighbors, so therefore you really can't hide much. Uh, not that mm-hmm. I come out like all kinds of ways, but, you know, like it's a little more accessible to see each other as often and then like being in this relationship for a while that we got very comfortable around each other very quickly. So it yeah. no longer mattered eventually. I was like, yeah, fine. I don't care. I'm wearing my moon <laughs> Don't talk to me. He's the one that bought me my giant comfy. So he knew. It's his fault. <laughs> yeah, he knew. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love being, that's the thing, is that when you're that comfortable around someone, it's such a lovely feeling. Yeah. But it is hard. It's hard to obtain. Uh, it's hard to let go of these kind of standards, beauty standards we put on women where you can't even just like sleep without it being... <laughs> Do I look pretty, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I also find it interesting because I think you and I are the same in this, that I am very light sleeper. 
essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he moves, I move. He is too. But I'm also, it takes me a minute to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I, I find it amazing because my partner can't be in bed. We're having a full-on conversation. Two seconds later, snoring. I'm like, wow. What? And I start yeah. laughing because I'm like, this is incredible. What is mm-hmm. happening? How do you do this? Because it takes me so long to actually fall asleep that I have to give mm-hmm. myself an hour ahead like go go lay down in my bed an hour before I actually want to sleep in order mm-hmm. to sleep. But because of all of that, if having someone else in my bed is an automatic, like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's part of the thing where <sighs> you've got two, at least two sides to this where people have told me like, I've had exes tell me, I don't care what you look like when you sleep. I think, you know, I'm just going to sleep. And I'm not worried about you at all. And so that makes me feel like I'm too in my head or thinking too much about myself. But as I said, there is all this entertainment we consume that talks about like watching women sleep (laughs) and it being the sexy thing. Uh, So I, I was always of two minds about that. And I certainly have woken up with someone, it sounds so creepy to say, but watching Mm -hmm. me sleep. And I felt immediately like, oh God, what do I look like? Oh no. (laughs) How do I slowly shift and make this okay? (laughs) Right. I actually had friends when we would do slumber parties and I don't know why. They just figured out that the minute they stare at me, I wake up and it would Uh freak them out that that became a thing. Like to see if I would. And every time I would, they would scream. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why are you looking? Like, because I would get so mad because it would wake me up because I could feel them staring at me. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. why are you doing this? But on that level, I think it's also, as, as you're talking about, like trying to not look weird. I think for us too, uh, for me specifically, I know being in an orphanage, being in a very unstable area, being in an open area, I'm very traumatized. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> about sleeping because again vulnerability but again yeah you never know uh what's what is that and then waking up and then making fun of you yes i think again slumber parties have had a traumatic effect on people as well the things that people do if you're the first to fall asleep that's rude yeah. it is rude that that's always bothered me like the the pranks will play on people when they're sleeping because it's so hard to sleep and to let yourself relax and to trust people. And then... Yeah, it's about trust. It is about trust. Well, <laughs> cheers to you, Samantha. Cheers. You can come over and I'll let you sleep freely. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And cheers to you listeners as well. As always, we would love to hear from you. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us at our email address, which is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I've Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 